people welcome back to another episode of the weekly canon podcast um this is the first episode of the 2021 season the boys are back how you doing steve well um well deserved break barry's recharged and i'm ready to go for another yeah. if they may how you doing yeah i'm not too bad new season why do you never sound like energized? You never sound enthusiastic about like anything. Why is that? But neither do you. So, bro, I'm, you I'm excited. I'm excited, man. You don't sound to be back. I'm excited to be back. Huh? Give us a shout if you're excited. Like you just got that. What Arsenal shirt? Yeah, man. Something like you know oh, what I'm saying. Man. Something like that. something like. Do you know what it is? I clocked. It was they weren't gonna sell it no more. So I thought, let me get it now before. Yeah, that looks good. I only just noticed. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's all right. It's all right. So yeah, boys, obviously, it's been a while. It has been a while. We would like to apologise to all our listeners. Um, our consistency, to be honest, I feel like it was just the um, pre-season, pre-season bit that we were out. But our cons- our consistency will be on 100 this year. We plan on, in fact, I shouldn't even say all of that on there. Cut this bit out, yeah. I was going to say we plan on not missing any episodes, but I don't want to... You said that last it. time. You said you was going to make sure that you was, you was going to put for every episode, even if it was when just yourself. That? When did I say that? On air? Yeah, yeah, you said that on air. When did I say it? What episode? I can't remember what episode. You're just a dickhead. You're just a dickhead. Well, you actually said that. When did I say it? I can't remember when you said it, but there's a period you that we, we missed a lot of time. I said it off air. No, you said it on air. When? When did I say it? Oh. I'm going to leave all of this in. It's fun. This guy is just, he's just a little... No, you actually said, oh, if, if I, if I remembered. If I remembered. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, lads, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We, we apologise for not being here. We're going to be here now. And um, yeah, let's get to it, man. There's a lot of football to discuss. So um, first things first on the agenda, Arteta started the season. Oh, I say Arteta, that's so bad. Arsenal started the season... With a resounding Arteta hope. Huh? <laughs> no, do you know? Do you know why I said it? It's because I was gonna. I was gonna get onto the point of that. Obviously, there's a certain somebody here that doesn't really feel Arteta as much as the others do. So, would you like to um, give your thoughts on the game? I'm thinking maybe the preseason as well on our community shield win also, but that doesn't really matter. So, what's your thoughts on Arsenal's performance against Fulham, if a um, the against Fulham, it was it was a good it was a good performance. Obviously, a three 0 win is nice to see. We pretty much nullified, apart from the one miscommunication um, that Gabriel and Leno had. I think that we pretty much neutralised them all game, and yeah, we played well. We moved the ball well. Obviously, we our um, our play our our play from back to front. That's that's one thing that has improved under Arteta, and there was evidence of that because I think it was for our third goal, even for our second goal, kind of, it was it was again a play from back to front. So second goal, from, from, the... I'm sorry, I mean the first oh, no. goal, 
Okay. The first goal, sorry. So from from goalkeeper to the from one end to the other end. So that was um. So that was good. You weren't and, really um, happy about. Sorry to interrupt you. You weren't really happy about the lineup. No, I, I, I wasn't really happy about the lineup, but I mean, I can't complain too much. If what we, wasn't you happy about specifically? Um, I didn't. I didn't like the fact that we were playing Jaka and El Nini, especially against a team like Fulham. Like no disrespect to them, but I didn't. Feel, I didn't feel like we needed to play the two of them. And then, um, so who would you, you reckon? Like who would you have played? I would have preferred to put Sabios Sabios in. Okay. That, that like thing, huh? That might hurt. Yeah, I, I think I think it might have been a fitness thing, and then also I would have liked to see um, Pepe. I I only I honestly thought. I kind of thought we were going to play a 3 4 3, but at the same time, I thought maybe it's we wishful did. thinking. Huh? We did play a 3 4 3. Yeah, I, I, said, I, kind of, I said I kind of thought we were going to play a 3 4 3, oh. but at the same time, I thought we was maybe going to see um, Woody Allen in like a maybe more in a more central position with Pepe on the pitch. But I mean, if we win, I, I can't, I don't really care about the lineup anymore. But um, yes, it was a good win, but on top of that, Obviously, Gabriel had a good performance, good debut, so did Willian. But on top of that, I don't feel like Fulham are a very good side, so I'm not getting super excited about that win. And like I said, with the lineup, obviously I can understand because it's pre-season and that players have had to quarantine and stuff like that. But um, going forward, I, I, especially the midfield, I don't want to see that because I don't feel like that midfield is a good lineup against the, the majority of Prem teams. Okay, fair. Um, Steve, I've got a question for you also. So, um, I don't think we had this conversation on air because I don't think we podded during the transfer window, but we might have actually. The Willian deal, did we discuss that on air? We did, yeah, me. Yeah, we did, we did, we did. So, obviously, you... Sorry, say that again. We had the 2v2 in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you weren't obviously keen on Willian as a signing. He's coming, obviously, it's only one game, like if I said... He got the three assists, if you want to count the first one. Um, generally, it was a good performance, in my opinion. It looks like he's an Arteta player, quote-unquote. Um, he works hard for the side. He um, he played quite centrally at times, and he made stuff happen. So what are your thoughts? Do you still stand by what you said in that you weren't happy with us signing Willian, or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I had my reservations um, because of... The fact that he's 31, 32. I think he's 32. 32 now, yeah. Signing yeah. a three-year deal. And I felt as though it was just another David Luiz signing. Do you know what I mean? I felt as though we were just signing Chelsea's Chelsea's toilet. No, I don't want to say that. That's disrespectful. But do you know what I mean? Like, I, I felt as though, first of all, we need to lower the age of the squad. Mm. Um, I felt as though it could have been a good opportunity to get like a, a young wide man to really come in and, and improve the squad but obviously we didn't do that um, Arteta said that he he really likes Willian he really liked the player fair enough uh, I think I have to take his word for it I, I'm not too convinced by that I do believe Kia Jirachin had something to do with that um, but he performed well I didn't get to watch the game unfortunately I saw the highlights I saw that he got two assists um, and he played well um, like you said, he tracked back, you know, he's off, obviously offering stuff in the final third too, so I can't complain. It should be a good option. I mean, in terms of 
bringing competition into the squad for Pepe. I mean, he'll probably take the right-hand side. Pepe's obviously going for that right-hand side too. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's something that Pepe needs. But yeah, I mean, I can't complain too much, but my doubts before were just due to the fact of his age and you know, the money. But and the money he's on isn't even that bad. So, Just to quickly say one point about him being, about us collecting quote-unquote Chelsea's garbage, I feel like with David Luiz, you can maybe say that's the case, but... I don't think it's the same with William because they did want to keep him. Yeah. The issue was they just didn't want to give him a three-year deal where he wanted a three-year deal more for the security and we were willing to offer him that. Yeah. No, no, but I can't complain. If he performs, I'm wrong, isn't it? So, yeah. If he continues like this, then great. It's good for, the, good for us. I'll, I'll give my thoughts of the match. Um, I think if I kind of summed it up perfectly, it was a good performance. It was against Fulham, so I don't think there's anything really to shout about too much. Um, Fulham were poor on the day. We were really good on the day. I thought um, one thing that was really nice to see is the patterns of play that are emerging under Arteta. It was a good performance. It was a very good performance. I was saying I enjoy actually seeing patterns of play in terms of our attack. I think one of our problems was a lot of the time it kind of just seemed like we were freestyling going forward and we were just relying, you know, like with Man United, sometimes they just rely on their um, attacking talent to just do the job, individual brilliance. At times it seemed as though that's what Arsenal were doing with Aubameyang. We just relied on getting the ball up to Aubameyang somehow and then him putting it in the back of the net. I think um, a clear difference I've seen is we have a particular move that we do. I think you guys have obviously seen a picture um, going around on Twitter of um, Aubameyang finishing against um, Liverpool in the Community Shield and his goal against Fulham, where Kieran t- uh, turned Tierney, Tierney? Yeah. him and um, Ainsley Maitland now, they're literally making the exact same run, which they're, I think Tierney's overlapping, um, Maitland now is underlapping, so he's running in front of him. So, like, if... T- Go on, if I- um, Yeah, I was, I was going to say, do you know what, it's not even... The fact that it's that mo- that that move is that because obviously it's almost identical to when he scored Liverpool against Liverpool. Yeah. But the pa- I think the pattern of play is just getting the ball to Aubameyang in the final third yeah, but, but because it's exactly it. the same as sorry it's exactly the same kind of pattern as the one we scored against Man City. But it's just he just took the goal differently, and then also the one against. Watford when although Tierney Tierney ended up scoring but the outcome like the pattern of that the move was Mm. against Watford was identical to the one against Man City see that's the thing that's what I was going to say like it's it's um it is getting the ball to Aubameyang but the way we're doing it like what we do is we play out the back obviously down the right hand channel yeah someone down the right hand channel um they they play it down the line to the right wing back, sorry, to the right winger, whoever that is. I'm thinking of the um, Leicester goal. We did it against Leicester when we drew against them 1-0, I think it was. Ceballos picked up the ball in that right-hand channel from deep. He played in Saka. Saka squared it to Aubameyang. Aubameyang scored a goal. Um, We did it again against Liverpool, where I can't remember who it was played into. Was it Saka again? It might have been Saka. Saka switches it. Gets it to Aubameyang, Aubameyang cuts in, scores the goal. Yeah. So the exact same move on um, Saturday against Fulham. 
we played it into I think it was Willian this time. Willian switches it, same goal. So like it's it's really nice to see that. Um I do worry that if we can all see it, so clearly opposing teams will start picking up on it soon. They'll be able to like snuff it out. Um, there is the argument that if we do it well enough, it doesn't matter if they know it's coming, it's good, we're going to score. Similar to like what Man City used to do where they used to cut it back. But because they were but so I feel like, doing... I feel like that move is more... I, I don't feel like... I feel like it's a move that we like to do, but mm-hmm. I, just, I don't think it's something that we're going to rely on because like you said... Like it, it not that it requires. Obviously, Abamu is a great finisher, so he's able to finish the chance, whether it's cutting in and smashing it, mm. or like getting on the end of a cross or something like that. But it needs. I feel like we probably should look to get something more effective because that City one, you know what they're going to do, but you can't like, especially with cutbacks and some of that. You can't, it's really hard to stop. Whereas with that one, like the the goal against Watford was kind of. Example like Abraham got it, but he kind of I can't remember if he fluffed his lines or he got saved. And then luckily it came back out to Tierney, he shot. So like yeah. Another another thing I wanted to pick up on was I've noticed how we clearly play sorry, we clearly create from out wide, which um I was saying to you guys in the group chat is very similar to what we were doing under Emery. We were using obviously our wing backs to go wide, cut back in, get goals. So obviously Arteta, well, I, I don't know if it's obvious, but Arteta obviously might have seen something from that and thought, yeah, we can develop down that kind of um that kind of that kind of way. Another thing I heard um I can't remember what pod I was listening to. It might have been Arsenal Vision or Arscast, one of the two. And they said that the profile of players that um Pablo Mari is and Gabriel, they played for teams that predominantly use um Great chances from out wide. Did you hear that as well, Steve? Arsenal vision, yeah. It was Arsenal vision. Was Arsenal vision? Yeah. So it seems as though we've obviously got, you know, it looks like we're going to be using our wide men to create chances. That could be a reason why Özil doesn't fit into the team. But it's going to be really weird to see how we adapt with that under lack of four three three potentially or four two three one. I'm not too sure how we're going to play, but you know, it's, it's promising signs, man. It's promising signs. Good question: Do you think four three three is Arteta's like? preferred formation or or is it is that just us kind of thinking because he's a kind of possession based manager assistant manager on the pet you kind of feel like he wants to like we think he wants a 4-3-3 because he hasn't obviously you could argue that it's due to the personnel he started with a 4-2-3-1 did he when he first came in yeah when yeah and played Ozil as the 10 and like Mm. so like we haven't really seen him play a 4-3-3 and even people will say that I think there was a time where he said he, um, he said he knows what he wants he knows the system he wants to play and he knows and that people kind of interpret interpreted that as him saying as a 4 3 3 but I don't think there's been Do anything be really to suggest I, d- I feel like it's more like if I was to guess what it would be I feel like it could either be <coughs> 4 2 3 one because that's what we played we, that's what that's what that's basically what we were playing until um until the um, lockdown so mm. I, I think it's that, or I feel like he might have that might have been it, and then he stumbled onto this four, three four three. You know what's even funny about the three four three? When we're in possession, it's not a three at the yeah. back. It practically is a four at the back. Yeah, it's super weird. Like Maitland now's proper comes inside. He's like a he's like basically an inverted wing back. Like he comes in, basically plays as a central midfielder, 
we got two at the back with Holding and um, Gabriel was in this game. Um, KT was basically a left back. It was weird. It was weird, but it works. So, yeah, it's nice to see. It's I nice think, to see. I think what is, I mean, me and obviously us were discussing this earlier. Like somebody made a thread on Twitter about, you know, Arteta's ideal way of playing and possession and whatnot. But one thing I've noticed is just the confidence the players have when playing from the back. I mean, they're under pressure, they're being pressed, but it seems like guys like Xhaka, for example, maybe 18 months ago, he would have panicked and made a blind pass and given the ball away. But mm. everyone seems a lot more reassured and maybe because things are a lot more structured and they're rehearsing these, um, these moves over and over again. But that's one thing that's really impressing me because under Emery, we were trying to pass out of the back, but, you know... People didn't know where they were supposed to be. Yeah. Always, we, were, we weren't right defensively. Our structure wasn't right. Mm. I think the message is just a lot clearer now. That's, Everyone knows what they need to do. I, I, I want to believe that's the case, yeah, because something's changed in that respect. And also, I, I know I've seen a lot of people say, like, why have we got two left-footed uh, left centre-backs and, you know, you, we can only really have one. You can't really play two left-footed centre-backs together. But... I read an article on The Athletic about how <clears throat> left-footed centre-backs really help in build-up. So oh, when you have like a, a right-footed centre-back on the left side, normally they take a touch with their right foot and then pass it to the left-back or they go back and inside to the, the other centre-back. And sometimes it really slows things down. Whereas if you've got that left that, that centre-back that's receiving it on the left foot and then just hitting it straight away, it makes things a lot more quicker. Are you, are you talking about on the, on the left side? On the left side, in general. On the left side. On yeah, left. yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Oh. And plus, I feel like I feel like in a if you are ever gonna play three, I mean, two left-footed centre backs, it should be in a free in a free centre back system because obviously, like, as we saw, Gabriel, he was the one in the middle, so it's a bit eased. Like the angles are a bit, they're better for him to, so he's not as restricted. Whereas if it was in the two, there's no way and like. I, I, on this point, I've just seen like a I'm against left-footed players a lot, but I'm never going to see like two footed, two left-footed players in the two. Is it just the uh, in which they they? I feel like I feel like generally, with the exception of probably Messi and even Messi, like I don't want like I don't want to say Messi, but I kind of feel like it's a bit. But I feel like with, with the exception of Messi, like left-footed players, they always seem quite limited in their pass in, in their angle, just not even their pass, their angles in general, their passing angles, their shooting angles. Like if they can't cut onto that, like, like obviously a lot of right footed players aren't like amazing with their left foot. But okay, like for, for example, I don't know if, Ade, if you noticed, mm-hmm. um, or even in general, like with Xhaka, when he's playing, he's very hesitant to play the ball to his right. So like if you look at a lot of the balls he plays, it's always either to his left or like or or up ahead, and especially if he's like trying to play a dangerous pass, he's net like I what I, I saw it I saw it stand. I think someone mentioned it on Twitter, and I saw it and I noticed it as well in the Fulham game. But literally that Fulham game, especially, I don't feel like he ever he passed it to his right. It was always to the left or like straight ahead. Whereas a left footed, whereas a right footed player, I don't think they do that. I feel like they like they in fact right footed players they love it because they love that that diag that right that right to left. Mm. So. That's just that's just my thing with left-footed players. And it's, it's also why I don't really want to see like a Pepe, Saka, a Bamian front three. Yeah. Enough, lads. Let's talk um, transfers quickly. Or Steve, did you have a point? 
No, no, it's just continuing on with for that. But let's yeah. let's talk transfers. So obviously, um, Aubameyang has signed the thing as um, the Arsenal. So cringy, by the way. I hate yeah, it. Arsenal media like to say um, we made a massive meal out of it, as we always do. Um, <laughs> apart from that, we managed to sign Gabriel, who we spoke about already. That was I'm not too sure how much the deal was actually. How much was that? Does that, it was like 26, 30 mil. 26 mil, 30 mil. Um, we've also managed to bring in Mary and who was the other one? Damn. Cedric. Cedric. I saw we signed someone else. No, I don't think so. William. Oh. Huh? William. William. William was the other one, obviously. So we are in um, links with Thomas Party. We are being linked with... Um, Hussam Awa. Is it Hussam? Is that his first name? Yeah, yeah. Hussam Awa. Um, Martinez seems to be on his way out for 20 mil. In my personal opinion, I think that's a fantastic piece of business because yeah, if you were to say at the start of the year or at the start of the last season, we're going to get 20 mil for him, I'll say no way. And it seems as though we can use that money to go and get someone else. Socrates looks to be on his way out. Lucas Torreira reports are saying that I'm not even sure what's going on with him. It might be a loan. It might be a move. I, I don't really know what's going on, but he's on his way out. So I'll ask you both a question. Um, if we were to get one person, one of those midfielders, who would you pick and why? If I'll let you go first. Um, I'm, I'm going to say first of all, I, I do like both of those players. And I feel like if we can, not even that if we can, I feel like Arsenal should do everything in their power to make sure we get both of them. Do you think there's any possible way we can get both? Because the reason I, think, I, the is, I don't think that, honestly, I don't see how we're going to do that. That's well over million. I, I think, I think we can, I think we, I honestly feel, maybe I'm just being optimistic, but I feel like, I feel like we can, I feel like we've, we've played ourselves. We, we can, we can go, go for both because I feel like it's not just the fact that we're trying to Sorry, sell so players to paint, paint a picture in where you see us Getting both. So what I, needs to happen before we can? I feel him? like if we so Martinez seems like he like he's on his way out. Yeah. Um, Socrates looks like he's on his way out. Yeah. So if and Torreira. So I feel like if we so get rid of that's that's twenty four million for Socrates apparently, and then hmm? yeah, four million for Tenapoli. I thought you said twenty four million. Oh. No, it's in twenty for Martinez. Oh, okay. Yeah. Season then what? Yeah. yeah. So for Torreira. Right? I, I'm not sure about I'm not sure about the pra- the fees and stuff, but I feel like those three look like it's very they're going to be on their way out. There was there was talks about um, Kolasinac leaving. Yeah, I don't think he's earlier in. That's but I feel like people. I feel yeah, it's quite announced. I think it's it's due to his wage wage demands, mm. and then obviously Genduzi. That's kind of quite, it. Seems like no one really wants him, although we kind of have have made him available. But um, if we, I feel like if we sell three of those four players. I'd, I'd, I'd feel like the chances of signing them increases because it's not just the fact that we need the money we gain from them to sell. I feel like if we sell those players and we have some money and we have the wages off our books, I feel like the club will be willing More to, inclined. okay, like use some of the cash that we already have. That makes sense. So it's not just, the, it's just, it's not just that we need, we need, it's not, I don't feel like we need to raise a hundred mil from player sales to buy those two players. I feel like maybe if we can get it halfway or something. So that that that's why I feel like it can happen. But um if I was to choose one, I'll choose um Owl because 
I've, I like Party a lot and I feel like he's exactly kind of what we need. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the system <coughs> that we've seen so far from Arteta and what Arteta has done with our players, I feel like we have players that can do what he would do. Obviously not to the level he would, but currently Xhaka, he's he's looked like a man re- reborn. Like he's like he's been playing well, if we're being honest. Um Genduzi, like his stock has fallen, but he then I feel like they they like he's not a bad player. So maybe Arteta could get something out of him. If we do keep El Nene, he like he, in the two games he's performed and he's he's looked alright. So I feel like I can at least for at least an, another year I can deal with have have them as playing that role. But mm. we don't have anyone at the cu- at the club currently of ours profile. So we don't have that create that the, the closest one is Sabayos. And I don't feel like he's I feel like he's he's been good, but I don't feel like he's like we can rely on his creativity like that. So that's why I purely I'll go for our but I feel like we should go for both and I feel like it is possible. I hope so. I really, really hope so man. I'd be oh, mate ecstatic. Honestly, if we can get both of them I'll be if we get both of them, I think that's guaranteed top four. Ooh. Guaranteed top four. In my opinion. I can't say that because of the, the competition we're up against. Like Chelsea and United. Are st- yeah, but I'd, I'd be very confident. I'll be uh, like, yeah, yeah. I'll be extremely confident in us getting top four. 100%. That'd be a massive step in the right direction. But unfortunately, I only see one happening. Same. That's, what, that's kind of why I asked the question, like I said. So who do you want? I want Owa as well. Um, just seems like them special players. One of them special players that just in tight spaces that just seem to wriggle out, can find the pass defensively. He's shown in the Champions League that he can he can do something as well. He played in a two um, against Juve and against um, was it Bayern? City, City and Bayern as well. No, not Bayern. They played Bayern. Yeah, the paper. Yeah, yeah. And he was impressive. I really like that sort of player. You guys know that silky sort of technical player. <laughs> and he's 22. So and he's, and he's Northern African. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Northern African. We, we would know what he's like. So. so, yeah. Um, but I want both. I mean, Thomas, but someone of that profile, somebody that obviously technically is very good. Um, we saw that performance at Anfield. Amazing. Um, Box to box, if you need him to be, can sit. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, mate, if we can get both. one. One thing I would say is, I feel like part of me also feels like, mate, that there's a good chance we still do get two midfielders purely, like, purely because I feel like one thing that I kind of like and that we've also been, been a bit fortunate is that if you've looked at who we've targeted, we haven't been, we haven't been targeted with a lot with a wide range of players. So it kind of feels like Arsenal have said, okay, these are our first targets and we're doing what we can to get them. Obviously, Gabriel looks like he was our first centre-back target. We got him. Our, I mean, our party are two midfield targets. So I feel like if we get one of them and maybe like because of the funds or something, yeah, we right. could go to our second target and that we don't, obviously we don't know who they are at this point. The only other midfielder that I've seen us linked with was one Marseille midfielder. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name right now. And I, to me, I, I don't really know much about him, but he's, when I remember, when I remember I did see it and I looked him up, he's, he was like in the more party mode, like the holding, kind of holding midfielder. 
So mm-hmm. I I don't so I don't know, but that's I, I I like the fact that that's what we're that's what we're doing. Like we've got our first targets, doing what we can to get them, and if not, then we go yeah. to the next one. Ah, right, cool. So um, if I had to pick one of those two midfielders. It's mad because, like you guys have said, I want both. I'll be honest, I want both. But I think we need. Um, I think we 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 need party more. As much as I love our, I do think we need party more. And just because we've been dying for some still in, in our midfield, like some real athletic, like a real athlete in in the in the middle of the park for us. I don't remember the last time we had one. Like mm. Over the course of the years, we've had these technically sound players who are very important, especially because one of our biggest issues last season was up against the low block. Not even just last season. In recent memory, we've struggled up against the low block. Arteta's test, our coming, even under Emery as well, I'll give him credit. In the big games, we weren't too bad. Um, we seem to have issues with all these little sides. So, like, I think um, I was listening to Sign today. We lost to Brighton twice last season. Um, who else beat us last season? All these little sides that did we, we just have... Villa? Or did we draw against them? Yeah, that was the one where it really highlighted our weaknesses, isn't it? In terms of creating... Yeah, lost the Villa as well. So, I can see why we need this technically sound midfielder, but I just feel like that can come. I don't, I don't feel like... I feel like if we miss out on party now and someone decides to come in and drop the um, release clause, that's it. Or let's say he signs a new contract and then they yeah. make it higher or something like... That, that's literally what they're waiting for. So once this window closes, they're going to um, get him to sign a new contract and he's open if to... If they it. do that, yeah. then so, the opportunity's gone. So yeah. I think we need to get him, in my opinion. And um, I, I think I prefer a player like Awa because I do like seeing that. It's aesthetically pleasing. Not to say that um, Thomas Party isn't, but I just feel like we need that profile of midfielder more, mm. in my opinion. I See, the thing is, you're not you're not wrong. Your point of view isn't wrong. But like, yeah. I feel like the way I kind of see it, I feel like it's a little bit similar. Obviously, it's not the same because United had Pogba, but oh, whoa, especially... Whoa. Sorry to interrupt you. Tottenham also working on a deal to re-sign Gareth Bale from Madrid. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Damn, I don't see the point for that, but I think he would. May he would make them a lot better. He would make them a lot better, bro. He he, that would be a good signing for them. I mean, yes, it is. It is not great on their options. So, bro, where would he play? Oh, wide right. Is that bro? He he starts wide right. Oh no, no, I'm just thinking like the front three. Like that would be amazing. Wide right, him, Kane, Ali. I think Bergwijn. I, I think Bergwijn. Oh, son, son. What am I saying? Oh, oh yeah, son. Son, son, yeah, son, Kane, Bill, mate. That's goals. That's goals. Yeah. That is goals. They're in the top four race if that happens. 100%. Yeah, 100%. No cap. Oh, no really cap. That's mad, isn't it? I kind of want that to I'm happen. Just for the Prem. I really want that to happen. No, but just, just for the Prem. Like, I want yeah, to see yeah. Bill back yeah. at his best. I don't, I don't like this... This golfer, that like, it pisses me off. Yeah. It pisses me off, man. Yeah. Sorry, what but yeah, like yeah, as I was saying, um, with United, obviously, because Pogba was injured. But when during his injury, like United, they just looked like they against the big teams. It's almost even similar because they they used to play like the three five two against the big teams. They used to do well, but then 
when they ca- when they came up against Leicester sides like um, Bournemouth, mm. they literally this was pre Bruno by the way. They literally yeah, just yeah, sat yeah. back and let them have the ball and they struggled. But as soon as they got Bruno in, it literally like they went from looking like uh, like they're going to finish fifth or sixth to like oh crap! Like if they keep this up, they could potentially so title challenge. Our would be that player for us basically. Yeah, not not like, like the same player. Yeah, but obviously kind of he's not the same player, and he doesn't have that same kind of goal for it. But like you, that injection of creativity, like yeah, you, yeah. like you really need that that final third, yeah. especially for a team, especially for a team like us where you've actually got guys who can, who sh- like on paper at least. So you've got yeah. guys like Bamiang, who's a who's a good goal scorer. You have got Lacazette, who's traditional good goal scorer. In mm. Ketia, he looks clean. He looks clinical. It's been it's been more the under twenty one stage, but he looks clinical. Pepe, like I hope he has a good season. I think this is, this is a big season for Ketia, you know, because the talent, like you said, at under twenty ones level, you can see that it's there. Like he's scoring goals, but we need. I think um, what we need is is more goals from other players. Yeah. Like we we cannot just solely rely on Aubameyang. If Aubameyang can get his, let's say, 25 goals, um, all comps, Pepe chipping with about 10, William gets about 10, Lacazette, probably about three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. If Lacazette can actually chip in and Ketia chips in, mate, who knows, who knows what could happen, man? Especially with this new solid defensive structure in place, top four, it might not be that far away. But speaking of top four, I wanted to move us off off of Arsenal. Gareth Bell's name just came up. We might as well just go to Tottenham. Um, they started the season with a very, very lackluster, lackluster performance against Everton. They lost 1-0. Um, obviously, we've been watching All or Nothing. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's on Amazon. It's a like documentary-style thing. You've definitely heard of it if you're listening to this. So... Um, what do we think is going to happen to Spurs this season? Because it's not looking good on the pitch. No. <clears throat> no. Um, I mean, I want to shoot uh, Mourinho some bell because watching this documentary, it, it's very difficult not to like him because obviously he's very charismatic. He's funny. you got twangs. No, yeah, maybe it happened, but he, you but got twangs. You got twangs. He's, char- he's charismatic. No, I told the truth. Told the truth. Told, told no, no, I have, been, told I have been twangs. Honestly, it made me question whether these players are maybe not doing what he's saying. But then again, I look at the finer details, and when I sit here, stuff like obviously we spoke about it yesterday. Maybe they're editing out the tactical stuff. But when when your manager is calling you in at half time and saying, guys, we need to press. We need to press. We need to press. The players are probably thinking, yeah, okay, we need to press, but what if we overpress, overcommit, and then long balls start going over the top? What, how are we supposed to press? I don't feel like there are messages that you should be sending in, in a halftime team talk. Do you know what? Do you know what um, really, really made that point clear for me? After the Wolves game, I just watched it now, yeah, before I came on. He said to them, we lost this game. We played well, but we lost this game because we didn't foul in transition. Yeah. Did you remember that? Yeah. He said, yeah. we didn't make 30 fouls in transition like they did to us at the beginning and at, towards the end of the game. Why are you telling your players that after the game? Aren't these things that they should know beforehand? You know, when they're transitioning, they're not booked. Take one for the team, take them off. You, you should tell them that before. But, but, no, he probably has, but like, but that's a specific... Mi- it's a specific, this like that's a specific reason. Specific reason why they lost. 
This is the so that's why he's at highlights. Isn't it? They keep he keep glossing over the fact that you guys need to be. Uh, he keeps using the c word, doesn't it? You keep saying yeah, yeah. Like, you guys need to be horrible. You keep being you mean, be dirty. You need to be street smart. Um, um, yeah, but yeah, man, stuff like that. That's not like it's so evident that these guys aren't being coached. I, I think they're not being coached, man. The only thing that we see as a pattern with Spurs since this guy's come in is the fact that he plays the right back really high up. Aurier was normally that guy. He used to try and put crosses into the box. They normally get blocked out. He'd normally get caught in transition and give away a penalty or stupid fouls. And they decided to upgrade on him. They brought Doherty in. Obviously, he's good in the final third and I think we'll see more of that. But that's the only thing I see where I think I see something going on. But when Son gets the ball or when Kane gets the ball, you don't see any sort of synchronised move or you don't see anything happening. You have... It's just not enough. Do you know what's so damning? This this group of players, we saw that under our poch. We saw a style. We saw synchron like there was there was a synergy yeah. in their play. Obviously, it got them to the Champions League final. Um, that's probably all he did, didn't it? They didn't win anything, but it, uh, he was the one that proper brought in. Or he's the first one I thought of. When do you remember when they had two fullbacks on each side? They had Walker. And Trippier, and then they had Rose and Davis, and they were just whipping oh, yeah. in balls continuously yeah. into the box. Yeah. And Ali would get on the end, Kane would get on the end, Ericsson would chip in and start crossing balls in. Like that was something that used to be there. Obviously, it's not there anymore. It's a different team, but he really needs to sort this out, man, because if he doesn't, Mourinho, sorry, then this is it. I don't even think they'll sack him. I don't even think they'll sack him. They will sack him. Unless it gets horrendous. If, 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 if it goes bad, they will sack him. He has to go. Um, what, what I thought what I just literally just thought of now I feel like he needs I feel like he if he needs he needs like and it, you know I, like it's hard like it's, he shouldn't need it but at the same time he does need it I feel like he needs a creative genius in that team because like if you look at because if you look at this team and if you look at like the teams that he's been successful with yeah it's literally the same component. So obviously, he, and he needs to work out with the, the defence, but traditional, like, not traditionally, but this defence is it's good enough to at least top, compete for top four. That's down. He's front three, Kane, world-class, Son, some you can argue world-class or not. Moro, he's, a, he's an all-right player. I prefer Bervoir, and I feel, obviously, he's, I haven't seen a lot from him, but I, li- I, like, I like what I've seen from him. And Ali, he, he's shown that he could be a very good player. And then in midfield, like they've got good, they've got Lucelso, the they've got wings, they got so they've got good players. But yeah. the difference between this Spurs side and his great other sides, like he's had, like he's had that creative genius. So whether it's been Urzel at Real Madrid, um, Fabregas in his second stint at, um, Chelsea. at Chelsea, Inter Milan, he had Wesley Schneider yeah, in um, at United. Pogba, yeah, Pogba at United. Yeah, even like even Pogba at United, obviously it didn't really work out too well. But yeah, Pogba at United in his first thing at Chelsea, you could argue Lampard. Like, so like he does, but I don't feel like he, I feel he's like he, I mean, that's who is is kind of meant to be, but he's he's not he's he's, he's not performing. He's not training. So he's, and Dombele came on against Everton. Can't remember how soon it was. This guy's putting a pass for Harry Kane. Did you not see it? I know, honestly, on the ball, he's amazing. But guys, I mean, look at him. Does he Off look it, like he can run? He 
You're not even looking Bro, I'm, I'm not being funny. He He's their best central midfielder. But you don't look in shape, so what's the put? Like, what kind of message are you sending? I get what like, you're saying, but he's their best central midfielder. Like, if you want to break lines, because that was their problem in that game, they were not creating chances. There was no chances being created. Kane was not getting fed. If you want to break lines, you, you find a way to accommodate Endombele. 100%. But he needs to get but it's on. It's more, it's more on Endombele. Yeah. If Endombele is fit and he's doing what he wants, he'll play him. And like literally, like, like you said before, like back, going back to Arsenal, like, for example, like Pepe last season was our best. He, like, he was our best wide player, the most one, the one who looked the most dangerous. But, because, but because, he wasn't, because he wasn't training well or whatever... It's not even to me. Like that's that's a fact. It's bro. actually a fact. Wide play. How many how many assists did he get last season? Six. Bro, he was our best player last season. Exactly. How many, how how many assists did he get last like, season? Six. I know he had a poor season, but the bar was I'm, loved. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Wait, wait, before, don't, don't you start? <laughs> don't, don't you start? Bro, I'm true though. Who was better? Exactly. No, 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 no. This, this guy said Saint Maximus is better than Pepe. That's what he said. I said to, I said I, I'm taking That's what you said <laughs> I mean, Yeah Yeah I, mean, I think a lot of people Would agree Based on last season mm-hmm. Yeah No man I think a lot you of people You can say he had a better season I can say he had a better season I can't say he's But he looks a better player He had a better season in it, But I don't think I think Pepe is better Than St. Maximus I'll be honest You guys need and to I'm not Pepe. Pepe's biggest fan Huh? You guys need to watch Like you wouldn't be Dismissing this if you watched him Honestly He's quality Bro we watch him But you can't say He's better than Pepe man What's Pepe showed to show that he's better than some... Oh, anyway, Ife, let's get it. He's our best wide player, like you said. <laughs> he was our best wide player, so... But, like, yeah, but like, like you said, he wasn't... Because he wasn't training or performing, or you, you said that the manager's justified in not in not playing him. So yeah, I'm guessing it's a similar situation at Tottenham. If Once he's doing what the manager wants, he should be playing, but... That's fine, I, but, but Tottenham aren't any better without him in the team. And we, we weren't any better with, without... Pepe in the team, but it's it's that's the bit. Like, regardless, but like, <laughs> that's the bit. <laughs> <that's, all> right. <laughs> but um, yeah, he needs he needs to do what he needs to do whatever Mourinho wants him if he wants to start playing. But I feel like that's a key thing that he's missing because generally, what we see from Mourinho from um, a coaching standpoint, mm. he's gonna have he he's gonna have a very good defense, and he kind of that's gives, not even been the case either. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I said he also does. He also needs like new, some new defenders because a lot of them are either past their prime or they're just not very good. Mm. But usually he has a good defense, and um, he's he's got like he lets he gives the offensive players that freedom to create and score moves. That like, however, like you never you never really see patterns of play like that with with Mourinho. So. Yeah, so I feel like enough. that's one thing that they need as well. But. If you had to, in fact, we'll do the predictions at the end. Let's move on to Chelsea. They have, I don't know if it's official, but it has to be official, isn't it? They've definitely spent the most in the transfer. Oh, hundreds. Hundreds, yeah. yeah. So they bought in, obviously they bought in Zayac uh, from Ajax, I believe it was, 35. Was that 35 mil around that? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. They bought in Ben Chilwell. 50. They've brought in Starman, Kai Havertz. They've brought in... Um, who else did they bring in? Werner. Timo Werner. Tiago Silva. That was about 50. Tiago Silva on a, on a free. They've brought in... Um, it seems as though, even though Lampard said he's happy with his goalkeeper. That's why he said that. Yeah, they're signing Mendy. That's about 20. He actually lied through his teeth there. Apparently, they're trying to get Declan Rice. 
They're looking at that deal. No way. If that happens, no way. No, that's they're too trying, much. They're trying to get that's Declan 80. Rice. Mate, so... Um, what are our thoughts? Obviously, we watched the game yesterday, which is why the pod is coming out a day late. We do apologise for that, obviously. Um, they played Brighton, ended up winning three. Was it three-one? Yeah. yeah Reese James. Yeah. Um, who got the last one? Zuma. Zuma. Zuma, Zuma, Zuma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deflected shot. Deflected shot. So, yeah, they ended up winning three-one. I don't think it was a convincing performance. Frank Lampard said it as well himself afterwards. It wasn't their best performance. Um, what do we expect to see from Chelsea this season? I, I don't expect to um, see. Oh, go on, sorry, Phil. No, Karen. No, I don't. I don't expect to see Loftus Cheek starting as a ten. I don't expect Havertz to be starting on the right. Um, I do like. Wait, was it was it Mount Letton? No, he's on the left. No, Loftus Cheek. Oh, sorry, 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 yeah, Loftus Cheek, Mount. Um, I do. I do like the double pivot of. Um, Jorginho um, and Kante, or if they want, Kovacic can come in as well. He's quality. Mm. So that's nice. So I've got, but I, I expect to see a front four of um, Pulisic, Havertz, um, Zayec, Werner. Yeah. I want to see that front four. That, I think that'd be, that's exciting, dynamic, and I think there's goals in there as well. But yesterday's performance was poor. I know Loftus Cheek has been off for a long time, only just coming back from that um, Achilles injury, but. That was way before his level. He's a very talented player. I know it's, it's you know, funny to make jokes and all that last night, but Loftus-Cheek, is, he's a baller. He can play. So He is a baller, but he needs to start. I think, um, who said it? It was Ian Wright and someone else. Paul the other guy's name. Huh? Was it Paul Lins? Lins? Yeah. They were, he needs to, he needs to start. He's not a kid no more. He needs to actually start. That, that was his opportunity. Yeah, he was, needs to start delivering, man, because they, what run was he? He had a run, and then he, I think he tried to play in Werner. It was it was just perfect. I think he tried like, to make the defender. It was poor. Oh, really no, poor. that was yeah, poor. Yeah. That was poor. Like, he didn't have a good game, man. And mm-hmm. that was really his opportunity to stamp his authority on the game. Yeah. It's a little bit a little bit harsh because he's had a lot of injuries. And so he hasn't that, really had that con- consistency, but... That's true, but when you're given... like It's not like he played shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just there were little things that he should have done that he didn't yeah. do. That's that's where the frustration comes in. It's a shame because off the back of that performance, he might not play again for another three games because there's 100%. so much competition in the, the squad. hundred percent. That's why mm. that's what I'm saying. Like when you get your opportunity, you take it. Yeah. Like Mason Mount, say what you want about him. He was given the opportunity last season, and in my opinion, he took it in it. I know Frank yeah. Lampard loves him and he probably should have dropped him a lot more. But he he showed what he's about. I want Lost of Sheep to do the same thing because I'm of the opinion of what Steve said. I think he's a great player. But we can't keep saying this. Like, he's going to turn into like a... Bro, who do we keep saying? Like, like Jack Wilshere. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. great great potential. We, everyone can see the quality's there, but he's not actually getting it done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but apart from that, I mean, obviously they need a new goalkeeper. They're getting one. Kepa, I don't know what's going on, but he, <laughs> he, he can't save anything. It's, it's mad. Like, when that went in... You, did you see um, Jorginho? I think it was another... Sorry, I, I can't remember. Another player just sort of like looked away. I was like, oh my God, as if he's like missed that. Like, how has he not saved that? It's embarrassing. Players are actually just going, yeah. Oh, what? Is that Kepper got? They're smashing it. Just thought, yeah, let's that, try it. And it's that, going in. That looked like a cross, you know. That, it, you know it funny? Like... I thought it was a good goal. It until wasn't I saw the replay. No, it until wasn't I saw the replay, I thought, oh my gosh, no, Kepa's I screamed, I went, Kepa, like, really? 
went under him. It's so bad. 70 million, but it's a waste. Sunk cost. Yeah, yeah. We'll be lucky to get 30 for him. Lampard's saying that they're bringing in another goalkeeper for competition, but he's bringing in a new number. Yeah, he's finished. Yeah, he's finished. It's all over. It's a shame. Kai Havertz. Star boy, uh, how much was he? 70, 70 mil, something like that. Add-ons take uh, it to 100 million, apparently. That's, that's one of the worst oh, deals I've seen. Oh, no, let's have it right, man. Oh, I thought he said one of the deals of a, one of the worst no, deals. No, 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 that's one of the worst debuts I've seen. That was, that was yeah. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know. He just couldn't get into the game. Yeah. Just yeah. couldn't get into the game. When he was on the ball, didn't look, didn't do anything that I thought, yeah, like, it was just... Yeah, I don't know. There's I think more to come from him. Quality. He's quality. Is he? Yeah, there's more to come from him. He's good I've seen highlights. I like him. I like highlights him. make any player look good, as I keep saying. So, um, yeah, let's talk a bit about Brighton, though. I thought um, they had a really good performance. I don't think the score reflected the match itself. Do you, do you know what it is with Brighton? It's similar to last season, too. I hope it doesn't happen this season, because if it does, they'll get relegated. But they give some easy goals away. Like that that penalty that they gave away yesterday, you know where, um, I think it was our... our, our oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Keep gave away blindly in midfield. And obviously they're trying to um, start things up with build up from in the first phase. But yeah. they're so sloppy and they give <clears throat> so many silly goals away. And they're not the most potent as well going up front. Mope, yeah. but they don't score enough goals. So... They really need to sort it out. But like you said, Wombs, they have good players like Lapati, he's been a great addition. Assume is a good player. He was um, Trossard is a good player. Mope, Colony, that they, they've, they've got Lalana in now. Lalana they've experienced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically sound. But if they if they can could stop leaking stupid goals, then they'll be fine. Yeah, Similar like right, to yeah. Fulham as well and West Brom, leaking silly goals that you just shouldn't like that Gabriel head arms stupid goal yeah that's poor that's poor yeah anyway shouldn't concede that right lads let's go on to we've done Arsenal we've done Tottenham we've done Chelsea why not take it to the um, defending champions Liverpool it wasn't a great performance from them if we're being honest defensive mistakes um, a seven a seven goal thriller at Anfield the king of Anfield steps up and he um, he got the points for his team so, 4-3, what, what was that about? You see, you see what I said? I can't remember when I said it, but I said that I feel like, I feel like Liverpool are, especially defensively, they're mm. overperforming. Not, not to say, like, when I say that, I'm not saying that, like, they're overrated or, like, they're not good, their defence isn't good. But I feel like they're, like, they they were overperforming like they were they were playing above them that they were playing like a all time all time great defense. The reason the reason I I kind of disagree with that is because they did it for two years. That's the thing. Like, like, you, the thing is that's that's the thing that like, you can. It's like that's why it's kind of hard to back it up and like obviously like now I, I said this after one game they can still go on and be the same, but I just like all this time I I look at the players I feel like yeah like. I feel like and Robertson's world class. Obviously, Van Dijk is world class. Trent is Trent is like he is world class. Um, Gomez, I wouldn't say he's world class yet, but he looks very good. He's strong, physical, fast. He's what you want in a modern day centre back. And obviously, Addison's world class. So like they're world class players, but even like I don't think I've seen 
a team's defence play at the level that they did for so long. Like, I'd, like someone like, like, for example, like Madrid, Madrid, Barca, Madrid's the Barcelona's, like, their, their, like, their defence have been, like, amazing with world-class players there, but I've never seen them be that great defensively. So that's why I just feel like, and I wouldn't take a lot of those players over, apart from maybe Van Dijk, I wouldn't take a lot of those players over, those Liverpool players over those great teams. So that's why I kind of feel like they're playing, they're playing like above, above their means. And I feel like they're, they're starting like, even towards the end of the season, like you could maybe um, call it complacency, but since when they kind of came up from the restart yeah, to like now, yeah, yeah, they're like, gradu- they're gradually coming down. It's not like, even before they're not going to be amazing. Game. They're still going to be very good defensively, but mm. I feel like stuff like 4-3 versus Leeds, Obviously, we're not going to see a lot of. I'm not saying we're going to see a lot of four threes, but I feel like we're going to see similar stuff. Like Van Dyke now, like that mistake for like a good two years. He, he like he almost made like literally zero mistakes or like max one or two mistakes. But I feel like they're slowly coming back to their means. So you're going to see a bit more mistakes and a bit more sloppiness defensively from them. But they're still going to be good. They're still going to be very good defensively. Before we continue with Liverpool, because obviously we will talk about Liverpool, let's give Leeds some credit. They didn't win the game, but it was a good game. They gave a good account for themselves. Um, a lot has been said about Bielsa and about Leeds and about you know the regeneration and whatnot. Steve, I know you are our resident championship um, follower. What are your thoughts on Leeds and... Um, how they're going to perform this season. Do you think they're definitely staying up or do you think they'll be down there potentially in the relegation fight? It depends on Bielsa, man. Like, he's known for using the same 14 players Yeah. in a season. He doesn't rotate. He doesn't like to rotate. I mean, we had this thing with Bamford last season where a lot of Leeds fans were disgruntled because he wasn't converting a lot of their chances and had Andy and Ketia on the bench. Didn't want to bring him on. They didn't use him enough. That's why we called him back. Um, they were asking for a striker in January. I don't think they got him. Bamford saw it through and, you know, fair enough. But, yeah, he uses the same 14 players. I don't know if he just wants to give new signings the opportunity to sort of, like, settle in, get used to the way they play and whatnot before he brings them in. But they've got Rodrigo now, so maybe he will add something there. He's, he's a goal, proven goal scorer in Spain. Um <clears throat> But yeah, um, Rodrigo. Rodrigo, yeah. I don't think his numbers are that great, you know. His yeah. numbers aren't great, you know. Yeah, yeah I don't they're think not his great. numbers are great. I don't they're think not. they're actually great. Oh, okay. They're right. actually not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, so in terms of like the way they play, obviously they're very intense. They do the man-for-man marking all over the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, I've never played in that sort of scenario, but apparently it's very uncomfortable to play against. It's very unorthodox. Um on that point, Calvin Phillips, he had um, an interview with someone, I can't remember who it was, forgive me. But they asked, so under Bielsa, when you lose the ball, what do you do? Like, what's the first thing you do? Playing as like a DM. And he said the first thing he has to do is find the man that he was put on. And he has to, he has to go get him, yeah. literally. Yeah. I, I've never heard anything like that before. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's insane. I've never heard anything it's, like it. It's insane. Um, and when he picks up the ball... Is it Hernandez? Yeah, yeah. Hernandez, yeah. Pablo Hernandez, yeah. As soon as he picks up the ball, the first person he looks for is Pablo Hernandez yeah, and his yeah. his role is to get the ball to him, literally. It's mad. Yeah, it's quality. Um, yeah I, I hope they start because obviously we've never seen a style like this. 
well, in modern Premier League years. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just whether they fatigue or burn out because these games, man, they come thick and fast. Especially with the season being a lot more compact than it's ever been because of yeah. coronavirus. I just hope that they can um, see this through. The lock- what do you make of them defensively? Defensively, I... Like that, like that coach they brought in, yeah, that was his first game at the weekend. They they had Ben White. Do you know Ben White from Brighton? Yeah. Yeah, he was in their defence all throughout last season. He was amazing. Oh, I was yeah. trying to sign him, but he signed a new contract at Brighton. So they had him on loan, but he's, he stayed at Brighton. Um, so they're not going to get him. So defensively, it's not great. They've got Luke Aylin, they've got Dallas that are good fullbacks, but centre of the f- defence, I'm not so... I'm not, quite as convinced see I say this because they look good but it's given like this is so short and it's like obviously only after one game but they give me um, what's it called they give me Norwich vibes from last season yeah like they like to play good football move the ball about pass and move all that stuff like it's nice to see but they're good. I feel like they might struggle. They were might... very intense. They were very. Huh? I don't think Norwich had real intensity off the ball. I feel yeah. like Leeds do have that. So okay, that, obviously, obviously it's different. But I yeah. just feel like from what I've seen, I feel like they they might struggle in the terms of scoring goals because I don't believe in Bamford. Like, yeah, yeah oh, sorry. And also like defensively, I don't know how good they are. But I feel like if if they're good defensively, or if, not if, if they if they if they're able to be sound defensively mm. and maybe if they can score goals I think they, they're probably like they'll probably finish they'll stay up maybe even I've, finish top 10 I've heard shouts that people think they're going to finish top 10 because Bielsa obviously he's a footballing legend you've got people like Pep looking up to him people like Poch played under him um, can't remember any other names but Zidane Zidane they're saying like this manager's better than he's definitely better than 10 other managers in this league like he shouldn't have problems coming up against tactically speaking, he shouldn't have problems coming up against guys like I don't want to disrespect anyone, but I'm sure we can all think of certain names right now. But um yeah. Oh, Ollie. You think of Ollie? I mean, you know, if, if that's what you <laughs> you said it. I, 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 I can't think of too many clown I, managers in the league. Like I didn't I didn't say it, you said it. But um yeah, on, on to Liverpool quickly. Um, obviously, if you've given your thoughts on their defence and whatnot, um, do we see them being there or thereabouts again at the end of the season? Do we see them retaining it? Steve, you're nodding your head at the moment. Oh, you're, I, I you're shaking I know, your head. I don't know about retaining, um, yeah. but yeah, they're, they're, they're too good a side not to be there or thereabouts. Yeah. I don't think the drop-off is going to be... That's substantial. I mean, if we're talking about a drop off, it's how many points are there going to be? Maybe 10 points. Yeah. Nice. And that was they've obviously finished 99 points last season. Sorry, they've obviously they've made one sign, and I think it was the left back. I don't, I can't think of any others at the moment. That's it, bro. Um, that Thiago, obviously, that could, might not happen. They missed out on Timo Werner, who I think they really needed to get. Um, oh, for me, yeah, man. That's another. Mate, did you get what I'm saying? I, I think they really needed another. Shooter. I feel like, but like I, I think, think we, we we touched it yesterday. I don't feel like Werner starts for that side. He's Bruce. obviously probably he's obviously like a better striker than Firmino. But the way Liverpool play in this that system, I don't if think Liverpool. I don't think they, Salah. If Mane or Salah get injured, yeah, who's scoring goals for that team? 
Oh, they're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. And like, but that's, I mean, that if you're saying, yeah, but like, I don't disagree with you there, but the reason mm. why I don't feel like they should have gone for him is because they would have had to pay his release clause, which is what, 50 bro, million? 50 M's. And like, he would have been on the bench. Nah, not necessarily, man. Rotation. Rotation. But the man. thing is, they can't rotate their front three, really. Who do they bring in? Like, but they don't, they, 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 don't, they don't rotate. They're not going to rotate. Yeah, bro, this is Werner with like, because like, I'm sorry to say, as good as Werner looks like he can be, yeah. like, Salah and Mane, that's guaranteed 16 goals each bro, a season minimum. Third, is this their third or fourth season? I think it's their third season. I'm not even trying to say that they're definitely going to get injuries or something, but there's going to be a drop off. Like, we see it. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Like, like I said, if it's fresh, if it literally, if like, unless yeah. Klopp wanted to change the system or if he wanted to do something else, then I'd, I'd, I'd say yeah, definitely. But for the way Liverpool, they need like a they like they like someone who I feel like could could potentially be quite good for them would be um jo- Jovic, Luka Jovic. Obviously, like he hasn't performed that. He hasn't played, but he hasn't really performed at Madrid. But he's that kind of player who can, like, he can, you can give the ball to him, and he can like do, he can do like some of the stuff that Firmino does. Obviously, he doesn't do it to the same level. He's a shooter as well, isn't he? And 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 he's a better shooter than Firmino. But obviously, I don't know physically how um how he'd like cope in the league. But someone like him, maybe. There's not a lot of players that, and that's 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 what's hurting. That's that's what could potentially hurt Liverpool because mm. not a lot of players who strikers who are like Firmino and plus there's not a lot of play, players the ones that are there it's like remains to be seen if they would be willing to do the role that Firmino does because what what do you make of the Thiago talk what does he bring to Liverpool Is I think he, I think he adds I think he adds quality to the team mm. but I'm weirdly not scared if they get him or not. Steve, you're saying a lot just, of going on that. It's another dimension, isn't it? Like mm. just being able to whip the ball into somebody that can just take it on the half turn, just whip the ball into the front three, like makes that happen. Yeah. Like, Actually, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Like if they're replacing him with Ronaldo, that's Ronaldo's that's staying a, apparently. Is he? Yeah. But as in like as in, in the team, like in the starting eleven, if they're replacing oh. him with Ronaldo, that it's is a not good great. option. It's a good but option. There, but then on the flip side, would he be able to do what? Do you know what's Sorry. nuts? Do you know what's nuts? I, I was of the same belief. I used to say like Ronaldo, he adds something to Liverpool that you you know, if you lose that, they'll be in trouble in terms of his energy, his work rate, etc. But obviously I don't think Thiago can he, he might not have the same work rate per se. He's definitely got more quality on the ball. Yeah. I was watching the Champions League final again the other day. Defensively, Thiago put in a shift. He's good. Yeah, he puts he's in very good. He's actually very good. I didn't know he was so good defensively. Yeah, yeah. He, no, he, he played shift. in a two but, and he wasn't exposed. Like he, he did yeah. his things though. But I'm not saying as it. I'm not saying as if like Ronaldo can't be replaced. Like someone like Party instead okay. of Ronaldo. That would be good because like he offers the same. That's I feel like the problem Liverpool kind of have now is that Klopp has developed a system and it it works so well for them and it's brought them a lot of success. Mm. But it's very I feel like it's very specific. Like you need specific specific specific, players. Like you need not yeah you need specific players to play in that system and Mm. the specifics that they need. It's kind of hard. Like there's not a lot of them out there, Mm. especially in that somewhere like strike like up front. So. 
no, he... But Thiago, def- he, he adds quality to the team regardless, so that would be a good signing for them. All right, lads. So um, we've discussed Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal, um, you know, a few of the other sides also. Manchester City and Man United are yet to play. So I think that will probably be best if we cover them next week when Gibbs is back on also. Um, Gibbs is obviously, as you guys would have known by now, he's not here, but he'll be he'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. So um, let's talk predictions. Let's talk... Um, obviously, we didn't, we didn't get to do our normal season preview as we normally do. Um, how many seasons deep are we into this? This is our fifth season, isn't it? Yeah, fifth season. Yeah. yeah. If if you've been with us since episode one, since season one, you know, we appreciate you. Thanks for rocking with us. We're we're not going away anytime soon. So um yeah, anyway, sad note. Let's do our predictions. Um top four. Um in fact, in fact, in fact, champions first. Who who's gonna finish the 2021 season as a Premier League champions? City. I think City. Especially uh, if they'd end up getting cooler body. I oh, yeah, would go with City as well. I'd go with City as well. Um, top four? City, City, Liverpool. Doesn't have to be in order. Oh, City, Liverpool, United, Chelsea. United and Chelsea. Is there a reason for that? Um, just, the, just the goals they've got in their team. And I think that'll be a bit too much. I think um, barring injury, this is in order City, Liverpool, Chelsea, United. Who's going to be there or thereabouts? For the title? Or for top four? No, 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 top four, top four. I think the title, if we're having it right, it's Liverpool, City. Yeah. I think they're quite clearly a level above the rest of the league. Um, it's the top four bit that's a bit more. I feel like. <sighs> You got your lessers there. We can't ignore them. You've got Wolves, good side. No, they've they've lost. You've got um, Arsenal. You've got um, who else is there with their loss? I yeah. said Wolves. There's four teams. Spurs. I didn't even say Spurs. Everton. Yeah, Ev- Everton. Everton. Yeah, I'm gonna say Everton. I'm, I think um, Everton, Tottenham, Wolves, Arsenal. Oh, Leicester. Leicester, Leicester, definitely there thereabouts. Yeah. Oh wow, it's getting competitive, yeah. isn't it? Is, Might not is, be a top six anymore. No, it'll still be a top six. And, uh, the thing is, Everton, I think we need to see how their season progresses, man. Obviously, they've got the players in, but will they... They make good signings almost every window. I this, can't lie. This is almost different. every summer. This is different. Reckon, this is different because they've got, they've got Ancelotti in it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I expect them to kick on. Like, I don't expect bullshit 13 finish. Yeah. So, yeah. So, who's going to be there, thereabouts then? Who's going to push them? Those teams, in fact, those I'm for them, them, them five years, like. Rats, rats. Um, okay, my top four would be City, Liverpool, obviously. I think Arsenal can push. I don't know if we can actually do it. You know, I've had a lot to say off air. I've said we're going to do it, we're going to do it. But really and truly, I think we do need that one more midfielder. I think we're better coached and a Man United call me crazy um, I think Man United with their team if they had another manager I would be like yeah 100% but I don't know whether Oli's going to be able to and that's no disrespect because I've given Oli his praise on this platform on this podcast but I just don't see him 
Uh, no disrespect to him, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure in it. I'm not convinced by him. I'm not convinced by him. Even Chelsea, I'm not 100% convinced by. Do you get what I mean? Like, it might not click. Because if I'm going off of the Brighton game, I thought Brighton played better at times. I'll be honest with you. And I didn't expect to see that. So, I would say Liverpool, Chelsea. Sorry, Liverpool, City. My heart wants to say Arsenal, but I don't know. I don't know. I'll leave that. I'll, I'll just go with what you guys said because I'm not too sure. I need to see more. I need to see how the, the teams um, progress. So who's getting relegated this year? Um, West Brom. Um, Fulham. And Brighton. I think I agree with Fulham. Maybe West Ham, but I feel like they'll just go on a run at some point. I, I want to say Fulham, definitely. I think they've gone. West Brom, I need to see a bit more of. I don't know if they have goals in their side. I don't think they do. That's why I'm, I'm, they've got goal scorers. Like, um, Callum Robinson can score goals. Yeah, then that's, Actually, that's, that's what they need. Not sure. We're not sure. Charlie Austin is still there. And obviously, you've got Robson Carno as well. So, they've got options. But he plays with one up front. He plays a 4-2-3-1. But, but no. I think, I think it's going to be West Brom, West Brom, Fulham, and so what will Sandy stay up? Yeah, I think. I think I I think I have a Brighton or Aston Villa, you know. Oh, no, actually, Villa are going to. No, another game's like Traore. No, Traore. Oh yeah, and I feel feel like Villa should be Leon. 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 Leon, Yeah. Yeah. They've made some good signings. I think Ollie Watkins, Jack Grealish. Um, John McGinn's still there. Yeah, they've got they got Actually, players. No, there, I, I, I might say Brighton, you know, because I don't think they have goals like that. Yeah, fair. Fair enough. Um, who's had the best transfer window? Chelsea. Chelsea. Easily Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's 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 go top four aside. Top four aside. Who Everton's had the best? Everton. Yeah, yeah, Everton, yeah. I think Villa have had a good window that like we just alluded to I think Newcastle are doing bits as well oh yeah sorry they've had a good window yeah Newcastle yeah. showing a yeah. tent which they don't normally do yeah I like the pressure of players they're going for yeah they never really had Premier League players but this is good yeah they also they get they've got Wilson um, Jamal I don't Lewis, know his last they've name they've got Ryan Fraser oh, I was thinking of the show so and Lewis. Hendricks as well from Burnley is he good like that I don't really know much about him technically he's good is he? Yeah, he's playing him sort of as like an inside right mid, but like a third centre midfielder. It's weird. Fair like enough. He can get goals. He's good. I like him. Good player. Yeah, they got they got players there. Obviously, John Joe Shelby still there. Probably one of the best passers in the league. Um, Callum Wilson likes to score goals, as we saw in his debut. Got the debut goal. Joe Linton. They got to sell him because he's a disgrace. Um, but yeah, yeah, he also done good business. I can't really think of anyone else. Who's been the signing of the window so far? And who do you predict will be the signing of the window, if that makes any sense? Hammers for 22 million. Yeah. It's is a really good signing. 22? Was that 22 mil? Bloody hell, I didn't know it was that cheap. Yeah, Hammers for 22. That's a quality signing. And you That's saw it on, on Sunday calling. I think yeah. I have a I think I have a Hammers or Callum Wilson. I feel you like think they will be the signers of the season. 
Oh, the the transfer window's not closed yet, so. True, true, true. Ben and Sancho could come next year. Not for bad. I don't think that's mind. happening, you know. I feel like it could. I feel like these clubs are just, you know, these like Liverpool waiting for Thiago, we're waiting for Partey or Owa. Yeah. I feel like United are waiting for Sancho. So you think the last week of that? Yeah, they're going to drop the 120. Because if they drop it, they're getting But you can't reject this for money. But I, I feel as though... I, don't feel, I, feel, I feel like they reject it, you know? Yeah, I feel like... They're, 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 they're stance have been, their stance has been very strong. And it's a thing where they know, like, okay, it's, it's a big risk, but they're, like... United will still come in for Sancho. They'll still pay that kind of money for Sancho, you know, especially if he like stay. If he so as long as he stays healthy, do you know what? And I he has another good season. Don't feel they might not do it because um, one, I think if they came in earlier in the window with the hundred and twenty, they would have done it because they said that was the price. Yeah, I don't think they can replace it in time. That's Who that's Sancho literally that's literally they, they gave you like they gave you like the deadline to pay mm. for. Pay it. They didn't, so it's like, yeah, we're not sending them. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like they're gonna, they're gonna be strong on that. And obviously, the season started as well. Like, it's just, it's not ideal for them. Yeah. But anything can happen, man. As we've seen football over the years. Um, and last question, I've got for you guys: Who's gonna be the surprise package of the season? We've mentioned Everton. We've mentioned. Um, I think last season we could say maybe Sheffield United. Is that fair? They were the shockers like raw, like yeah, just came yeah. out of nowhere. Sure. Maybe, maybe Wolves, you could say Wolves potentially. Leicester, no one really predicted Leicester were going to finish as high as they did. Um, who do you think is going to shock shock the rest of the league this season? Hopefully, Wolves. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing this um, Fabian Silva. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing I don't think he'll play though because Himmler plays like every minute of every game. Yeah. But they, 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 I saw they play two up top sometimes. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Jota, yeah. him and Jota. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how they do because I like I like that Prudence or yeah, Olympiacos. Yeah, I like Nuno signed another three-year contract, so he's there for the long run. Um, yeah, Wolves could be. I, I don't. I don't think they're not going to perform as well as they did last season, but I I I don't think they're my my choice. I want to say Aston Villa. Okay. I, I'm not saying they're going to finish in Europe or anything like that, but it seems as though like I really like Oli Watkins, man. I'm yeah. not even going to lie. Oh, I think yeah. he's going to score goals for them. I think he he could get ten to twelve. Mm, yeah, ten to twelve. Ten to twelve yeah. Premier League goals no, from I, what I've seen from him. I think so. Yeah. From what I've seen from him, so that would be enough to keep them up. Who knows? Who knows where they could go with that? Um. Who else might shock us? I think the obvious answer is Everton, but I don't know. I need to see them play more. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I need to see them play more. Obviously, the win against Spurs was a massive win. First time they've beat a top six side away from home since... 2013. Is it 2013? Yeah. Yeah, it was a big win for them, but let's let's see how they kick on, innit? Um, I don't know if you got any ideas. Yeah, I think Newcastle will be better than they were last season. Plus, St James is a tough place to go to. Yeah, they've got St Maximus, Shelby, Wilson, as we said. Yeah, it's not, not a bad side, not a bad side. All right, lads, I think um, that brings us to the end of the pod. 
let's do our customary champ and chump. Um, follow us on Twitter at, in fact, I'll do all of that at the end. Let's do our champ and chump. Uh, champ of the week is Arteta. Okay. Yeah, we've had a we've had a good few months. I know it's champ of the champ of the week, sorry, but you've not been here for a minute. Um, obviously, the captain signed a new deal today. Won a community shield. Um, got named first team manager. So yes, yeah, it's, it's it's good times at Arsenal at the moment. So yeah, he's my champ of the week. Hopefully, keep up the good work. Um, my champ of the week is. Loftus cheek because that performance was 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 damning, really damning. Sad, but it is what it is. My champ of the week is oh sorry, bro. champ of the week is Lamptey. Is it Lamptey? Tariq Lamptey. I thought that was a good performance from him. Very, in fact, it was a very good performance from him. I didn't know he was that good. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I thought he was amazing. That um, I think of all the games I watched this weekend, that's what shocked me the most in a positive light. It was a really good performance from him. He's going to have a good future if he carries on like that. Um, my chump of the week, I would say, is... Um, probably Harry Maguire. He's um, just a disgrace, isn't he? I mean, oh. I think he should have been stripped of the captaincy. He's a convicted... <laughs> <laughs> he's a convicted criminal <laughs> and um, yeah I'm not expecting a big season out of him like, no disrespect to him or anything like that but yeah that's the first name that came to mind so forgive me if uh... our chump of the week goes to I'll give it to William impressed on his debut looked good and um, my chump goes to Trent yeah, he probably, he, awful. he probably deserves that. He was actually awful against Leeds. Yeah, he probably deserves that. Right, lads, it's been great to be back. I'm sure you guys have felt the same. Good discussion. Hashtag um, The Weekly Canon. We are on Twitter, at The Weekly Canon. We are on YouTube, at The Weekly Canon. Or if you just type in The Weekly Canon, like, subscribe and all that good stuff. Share us to your friends. There might be a clip from this. There probably will be a clip from this episode. Um, all podcast streaming places, the weekly canon, Instagram also, TWC Football. We'll be back with um, fresh content on there. Um, lads, it's, it's been good, man. We've had a good break, but the hard work begins now. We go till the end of the season, innit? Yeah? Yeah. All right, people. Appreciate you for listening. Share this with a friend and we're out. In a bit. Take care.